Welcome to the latest instalment of The Curious Capitalist, brought to you by the Board of Conscious Capitalism in Connecticut. The Curious Capitalist is a series of podcasts where we take the opportunity to not only speak to board members from the Conscious Capitalism Connecticut chapter, but also to business owners, startups and entrepreneurs. The Curious Capitalist is available on all of the world's biggest podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music and Spotify. Never miss an episode again and subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts from. Welcome to the latest episode of The Curious Capitalist. I am pleased to introduce board member Jesse Imsey. Jesse is the marketing communications and PR strategist and the lead public information officer for the digital services team at the state of Connecticut. Jesse is also a professor with the School of Communication and Business at the University of Hartford. And finally, if that's not enough, he's also the vice chair of Hartford Young Professionals and Entrepreneurs, also known as Hype. Jesse, welcome to The Curious Capitalist. Thank you, Claire. Thanks for having me today. It's a pleasure. It's a miracle you've got the time to see me with all those various titles you have. (laughs) You know, sleep is underrated. (laughs) So is having a newborn. That's my excuse. So uh, you clearly are a very busy man. I'd like to know a little bit about how you got to this point in your career. Sure. So it's it's been a slightly unconventional path. Uh, However, there's been, you know, a few common threads and themes throughout my career so far that we can talk about. You know, I started my career back out of college. You know, it was a couple of months where I was unemployed, thinking about what I really was passionate about, really what I really wanted to do. I knew I wanted to get a master's degree, so you know I had to figure out how to pay for that, uh, and I certainly didn't have the money to pay for that out of pocket. So, you know, I looked at higher education. I jumped into higher education, uh, worked in college admissions and financial aid for a number of years, and the loophole when you work in higher education is that you get a free master's degree if you work there. Woohoo! So I, Good I work. Took advantage- <laughs> <laughs> I took advantage of that loophole. I, I also uh, gained some valuable work experience, uh, helping a number of families navigate the college admission process, uh, many of which for the first time, which was very rewarding within itself. You know, it opened my eyes up to many things uh, within our community and within our country. But it, you know, ultimately led me to where I was most passionate about, which is within the realm of communications, marketing, and PR. Uh, So, you know, I finished up my career uh, at the University of Hartford as the Assistant Director of Undergraduate Admission and Financial Aid, wrapped up my master's degree there, and began uh, my communications, marketing, and PR career at AECOM, where I was a consultant for primarily the Connecticut Department of Transportation for the past four years. So with the DOT, uh, we did a number of things. I always like to say, uh, you know, when people ask me what I did, I was a Swiss army knife for all things marketing, communications, and PR. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, <laughs> we did it all. <laughs> so. We, uh, we did a little bit of everything for the DOT, everything from podcasts like, like we're on today uh, to social media management, web design, um, you know, major, uh, you know, public events, pre-COVID, post-COVID, a lot of webinars. So, you know, that was an excellent experience. I wrapped up my job at AECOM with the DOT and started my career uh, at the Department of Administrative Service within their digital service team. I started that job about a month and a half ago, so I'm very green, uh, very new in this position. However, it's uh, it's been great thus far. 
What I do uh, for the team is basically tell the story of innovation, digitalization, and modernization across digital services and services provided by the state of Connecticut. So, you know, what does that mean? You know, we provide new sustainable technology, always with Connecticut residents' experience at the forefront of pretty much everything that we do. Uh, that includes, you know, equity, inclusion, accessibility, um, and ultimately sticking with that common thread of what I'm passionate about, uh, uplifting the community around me, you know, really making an impact and feeling like I'm, I'm making a tangible impact for others. Uh, I also, as you mentioned, uh, work as an adjunct professor at the University of Hartford, uh, where I teach marketing communications and public speaking courses for undergraduate students. That is an incredibly uh, rewarding experience, uh, as you might assume. It's definitely a lot of fun. It, it certainly takes up a little bit of time. Uh, however, uh, you know, as as someone who does not have children yet, uh, I can <laughs> I can enjoy the enjoy the time that I have and the free time I have while, I, uh, while I have it. You know, and then uh, ultimately, as you as you mentioned, I'm also part of uh, Conscious Capitalism Connecticut and serve on their board, as well as uh, Hype, which is Hartford Young Professionals and Entrepreneurs. Hype is the largest young professionals organization in the country where, you know, at any given time, we have about 4,000 to 5,000 young professionals all within the greater Hartford region where we provide different services such as events, you know, career opportunities, um, as well as networking opportunities for those young professionals with the goal in mind of retaining and attracting young talent uh, to both the state of Connecticut and the greater Hartford region. Plenty to keep you busy there, that's for sure, Jesse. <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> I and wear a lot of different wear a lot of different hats, but I, <laughs> I, I enjoy it. <laughs> Definitely, and you're still at the university. I'm curious: are you still studying? Are you still uh, acquiring free education, or are you uh, there solely to be the professor now? I'm I'm solely to pass on my uh, my little <laughs> tidbits of wisdom, uh, if there are any. So <laughs> fantastic! I think that's a wonderful way. By the way, I was quite shocked at the cost of education here, so uh, I think that's a, a good tip for anybody aspiring to get their masters. That's for sure. So come on then, what do you wish you'd known before you started out on this career path? Because you've had a, a fantastic sort of path to date, if you like. But what what do you wish you had known before you started? So if I could, if I could go back in time and, and talk to my younger self, it would be exhibit patience with opportunities. Uh, every opportunity is a stepping stone to the next opportunity and where you are ultimately aspiring to go. You know, I think that's a great tidbit of advice that a number of mentors gave to me as I progressed through my career and, you know, have really taken it to heart where every opportunity that you have come across and that you're a part of you can really parlay that into your next opportunity and, you know, move on up on that social uh, ladder. So with your role at the state, what does your regular day kind of look like? Describe some of your, I guess, roles and responsibilities. Every day is something new. So that's something I really value in my position. You know, on a, any given day, I could be creating a video. I could be doing social media management. I could be helping a different department with some sort of service enhancement. Essentially, what our entire team does is we are bringing to the forefront digitalization. So we are trying to create and ultimately pushing towards the goal of creating a fully digital government where services are in more of a one-stop shop feel 
where instead of going to 12 different agencies for information or 12 different agencies for you know licensure or what have you we can create a one-stop shop where a connecticut resident such as an entrepreneur or a business owner can go to one website or one app and do all of those things that they'd be doing if they'd have to bounce around to 10 to 12 different agencies all in one place you know one-stop shop one click type of environment uh, that creates an environment for the state of Connecticut, as well as state residents, uh, businesses and entrepreneurs to save a lot of time and save a lot of money, uh, as well as, you know, not have as many headaches. So, you know, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's my job to tell those stories uh, of those business leaders of uh, those Connecticut residents who are utilizing those services, as well as promoting those services in order to create a higher uptake of those tools that are being created. Sounds good to me. Now you've been in this role quite a short period of time. Prior to that, you were in a different role. So looking back across your career, what would you say has been the most successful, the most enjoyable campaign you've worked on? So I would say, uh, since we're still kind of enjoying, uh, and I say that in the most sarcastic tone, enjoying this uh, pandemic that we're in, With my previous role, uh, where I was a consultant for the Department of Transportation here in Connecticut, we were tasked with promoting mask wearing and social distancing and essentially, you know, healthy habits on and around public transportation. So meaning, you know, on the bus or on the train or at the train station or on, on the bus platform or what have you. We had to think of a way to promote that without telling people what to do. Uh, people don't like being told what to do. Uh, so, you know, we, we made a very friendly campaign that we dubbed the mascot campaign. And we brought together a number of different recognizable mascots from local sports teams, such as universities uh, or minor league teams or professional sports teams within the state of Connecticut. And we had them all wear masks and walk through New Haven Union Station doing everyday activities. So it was very much inspired by, if you're familiar with the This Is Sports Center commercials on ESPN, uh, you know, having these mascots be amongst the public as they are just regular public, you know, individuals and citizens. Uh, So them, you know, going about their quote unquote everyday lives, sitting there, you know, at the train station or getting on the bus or, uh, you know, sitting on the train wearing a mask and being socially distant, you know, using hand sanitizer, all that jazz. It was a very natural, friendly way of exhibiting the correct behavior. And it was an incredibly successful campaign uh, across the state. And, and you know, we, we got hundreds of thousands of, of viewers um, on those videos. Uh, so, it was, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun because we were able to bring together a lot of different community leaders, so such as the lieutenant governor, uh, as well as a lot of these uh, different sports teams and universities. Uh, so, you know, it, it brought a lot of uh, a lot of fun to the campaign uh, where, you know, otherwise it could have been pretty, uh, pretty bland. It sounds a lot more interesting than your bog standard kind of uh, poster campaign. Please wear a mask. So, uh, no, well done. So question then, how did you first get involved with the Board of Conscious Capitalism here in Connecticut? I've been involved with Hype for a couple of years now, which is Hartford Young Professionals and Entrepreneurs, as mentioned earlier. And with my involvement with Hype, the Conscious Capitalism Board reached out to me to speak with their board, as well as the general public who's interested in conscious capitalism, 
to be a speaker at one of their events fairly recently. After that event, uh, we thoroughly enjoyed our time together. So uh, the board reached back out to me and asked if I was interested in serving on the board, given my alignment of interests in you know, uplifting the community, being more of a, a conscious citizen. Obviously, I said yes. Uh, I'm now a board member, and you know it's it's been a, a great experience thus far, not only working with the other board members, but also attending events or viewing events uh, after the fact when they've occurred with different leaders from across different business industries. Very much so. I mean, I think the the online events that particularly have gone on during the pandemic have been fantastic. And also we've had the privilege of doing some podcasts with our Young Mentors series, uh, which has been the, one of the most inspiring pieces of work that I've had the privilege of doing. I'm meeting and speaking to some of these young people who have got so much passion for their particular cause and uh, how they conduct themselves is quite incredible. So I guess that aligns quite nicely with your, your work that you're doing at Hype. So thinking about the tenets of conscious capitalism, what do you think is your higher purpose within your current role? So there's a very clear higher purpose within my role and within the team that I work on now, and that is providing services to everyday Connecticut residents, businesses, entrepreneurs, as well as you know those who are dependent on essential services. So when you think about it, you know we want to make sure that those interactions between Connecticut residents and state government services are seamless interactions and interactions that ultimately end with the outcome that the Connecticut resident is looking for. So that higher purpose is, you know, <laughs> instead of having somebody having to go to, you know, five different agencies or five different websites to get, you know, three pieces of information, we can, through digitalization, streamline those, those services so it's more of a one-stop shop for individuals that's tailored to them and personalized to, to what their needs are. And how do you measure that? How do you find out from the Connecticut residents what their needs are and, and how well, I guess, you're delivering your digital deliverables to them? How do you, how do you measure that? A heck of a lot of research, Claire. <laughs> There's, there is, a, there is a, a lot of research that goes into that both uh, from a user standpoint, business standpoint, um, you know, you name it, we are very, very much data driven. And it's, it's not what feels good. It's what, you know, what the data tells us uh, is the correct direction to go. Gotcha. Thinking about the culture and I guess the leadership uh, within say your department, what language would you use to describe your organization's culture? Does it, does it have a definable character? I would say innovative, empowering, and compassionate. So I'm very fortunate to be part of a team that cares about each other and not just cares about each other or themselves, but also cares about what our higher purpose is and, and what we're tasked to do. So really always thinking about the Connecticut taxpayer, about the Connecticut resident of how can we serve them best and what do they expect from us to you know, provide to them? Uh, so ultimately, you know, most Connecticut residents won't ever know who we are, and that's okay. Um, you know, the it's, anonymous job, isn't it? <laughs> yes, to totally. Uh, and that's and that's that's totally okay. You know, that's that's what we sign up for. However, we want to make sure that whatever that end product is is going to be what the Connecticut resident or business may or may not need or rely on. 
If you could snap your fingers and make, I don't know, one cultural change happen within the, the state or the company, what would it be and why? I think everybody can agree uh, government has a lot of bureaucracy. <laughs> so, uh, you know, no, cutting down. never. Cutting, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've been cutting. dealing with immigration for three years. It's a, it's a, it's a beautiful experience, I have to tell you. No, <laughs> no actually, it's That's been right. fine. It's been fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sense a little sarcasm there, Claire. <laughs> never. But, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, bureaucracy, I would say. You know, we, we're doing our best, you know, obviously within our department. One of our things that we're tasked with is to create more streamlined services so that bureaucratic uh, layering, if you will, is is cut down a bit. But, you know, everything moves a little bit slower than you'd, you'd like. However, you know, it's it's all about quality um, for, for the end user versus a Connecticut resident. So I, I guess it's important in some ways. However, I would cut down on the bureaucracy. Good man. I'd support that. I'll second that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the many form filling. So thinking about your position on the board of Conscious Capitalism here in Connecticut, what have you been able to get involved with so far? What have you uh, enjoyed the most since you have been on board, so to speak? Sure, yeah. So I enjoy bringing a young professional's perspective to meetings. Uh, I also am beginning to bring more young professionals on board as far as speaking, uh, whether it be with yourself on uh, a young mentor series uh, or, uh, you know, coming in and speaking just with the board and then ultimately, hopefully, some uh, events with with our, our conscious capitalism group. Uh, there's a number of outstanding young professionals who are leaders in their own right, not just within the greater Hartford region, but across our state that, you know, I think that we as a organization have an opportunity and an obligation to showcase. And there certainly is an awful lot of talent within our state for sure. So with your position on the board, what activities or events are you most looking forward to in the coming months? What have you got planned? So there's a number of uh, different young mentors uh, that we're, we're thinking about and talking about bringing in. Certainly I'm always interested in hearing from my peers. There's also a number of events coming up uh, with the board uh, where we're meeting with different business leaders as there's a number of different programs that have just launched for working towards a more conscious capitalist uh, environment. So if you're interested in, in becoming more of a conscious capitalist or having more of a conscious business, uh, we are providing many resources for you to start your journey wherever that may be. Yes, of course. And next month, you're going to be kicking off the Conscious Leaders Network, which is going to be fantastic. An eight-month journey, if you like, uh, for participants to get involved with. And you can find out more about that on the website, which is connecticut.consciouscapitalism.org. So, Jesse, tell me, what do you do in your spare time if you have such a thing? <laughs> I have plenty of spare time, Claire. No one needs sleep around here. So it's, uh, you know, I, I enjoy many different things, uh, everything from the outdoors and fishing, uh, where, you know, I could just get lost on a lake someplace and have no cell phone, no technology, and just watch the sunset, you know, sitting there on a peaceful lake to, you know, getting lost in an art museum uh, or some sort of uh, history museum to going on a beautiful hike or, you know, walking down the street to some really good restaurants. Uh, so I'm definitely a big foodie. Um, so, you know, there's a number of different interests that I have that, that keep me somewhat sane 
sometimes you just have to unplug. Very much so. And I think that's something that's become more apparent during this pandemic more than ever before. You know, I think we've assessed our our living conditions, our working conditions, and that downtime that perhaps uh, we didn't have before. I certainly know I have, that's for sure. And I think people have changed the way in which they're working. It feels like we've really jumped with certainly remote working and just the the way in which we're working. We seem to feel, it feels to me like we're working a little bit smarter now than perhaps we were before. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. So come on then, if you could have dinner with any figure or figures in history, who might they be? And what questions might you ask them? There's a number of different individuals that I would love to have dinner with. Uh, you know, I am a... I'm very much interested in American politics and government. We're in a very interesting time, uh, as, as many people listening may know, a very divided time in, in some ways, but also a very collaborative time in, in other ways. However, you know, I would be very much interested in sitting down with uh, President Abraham Lincoln, given the divisive nature of the American public uh, during his uh, time in office, I'd be very interested to hear his thoughts on not just his presidency, his successes, his failures, but how he views today's American public and politic. I'd be very, very curious to to hear his thoughts, um, his strategies that he may have employed at the time to keep our country together, to find our common interests. And, you know, I think in today's world where we kind of all operate in our own little echo chambers, it's important to find commonality. And, you know, we're all much more common and have many more commonalities than, than we may, we may realize. Yeah, so, very you know, much so. my, my answer would be uh, Abraham Lincoln. Yep. The similarities and not the differences, that's for sure. Tell me then, who has been the most influential personal figure on your personal or professional life to date? So I'm a big family guy. My parents and my older sister, I kind of count as one since we're a, we're quite a unit. You know, they've been there since day one, obviously, and and have always been incredibly supportive. I also, you know, definitely attribute any success that I've had to all of the teachers and professors that that I've had throughout my my life and career. Many of which have been incredible mentors to me. They've taught me how I don't want to be, and they've taught me how I want to be uh, in, in many instances. Uh, and, you know, I, I take a lot of those lessons with me, not just into the classroom at University of Hartford, as I'm, you know, teaching the next generation of leaders, but also in my day-to-day -day life, um, whether that be with the digital service team or Hype or any of the other nonprofits that I'm working with. It's incredible, isn't it? How much the family and our education can really shape us and so many different ways into adulthood. So come on then, tell me, what are your plans, both personally and professionally, for the next, say, five years? It's tough to say. You know, it's uh, it really depends on COVID, <laughs> you know, as, as many answers may. However, I have always had a strong interest in government. Uh, you know, obviously, I'm working in government now. So progressing my career in government, there's always been a part of me that's had an itch to get involved in elected politics as well. Uh, so there's certainly interest uh, there, whether it be running for office myself or working on a campaign, whether that's statewide or regional. Fantastic ambitions. 
Love it. Uh, you've, you'd have my vote, Jesse. You'd have my vote. Uh, if, <laughs> people, <appreciate> if people <laughs> want to find out more about you or the guys at Conscious Capitalism, is there any website or LinkedIn profile that they should, should contact you on in order to carry on the conversation? I'm very active across social media. So LinkedIn, you can find me, uh, Jesse Imsey, I-M-S-E. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jesse Imsey. Very easy to find since I'm the only one in the world with my name. So <laughs> it is pretty uh, unique. Where does it come from? It derives from Germany and Poland. However, it's uh, you know pre World War II Prussia, I believe. So oh. there's a number of ancestry.com things that I've I've been working on, and uh, I'm a very much a mix of many things. <laughs> <laughs> All the best people are, that's for sure. Yes. <laughs> Listen, Jesse, it's been an absolute privilege today to speak to you. Thank you so much. And congratulations. Obviously, it's a little bit belated, but for being on the board of the uh, Conscious Capitalism Connecticut team. Uh, if you want to find out more, the website is connecticut.consciouscapitalism.org. And don't forget to look out for that Young Mentors series, which is a podcast series which you'll find on the website. And of course, kicking off the 19th of October, we have our Conscious Leaders Network. Eight-month journey. Come and join us. Find out more information about that on the website. Jesse, it's been a privilege. Thank you so much for your time today. Let's catch up next year and see how much you've got done. Thank you, Claire. We'd love to. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of The Curious Capitalist. If you would like to find out more about Conscious Capitalism, or if you would like to join the local chapter, visit the website connecticut.consciouscapitalism.org. The Curious Capitalist is available on all podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music and Spotify. If you have enjoyed listening to this episode, subscribe to and share this podcast today. This podcast was created and produced by Red Rock Branding, redrockbranding.com.